Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Real Joey Boats Podcast. These are the stories of my struggles, my victories, and my losses, and how I overcame those insurmountable odds to win the fights of my life. All right, everybody, like I said, welcome back. How are you? How was your new year? Happy new year. Yeah, happy new year. How was your new year? Mine was pretty quiet. I uh, watched a couple of Bond movies, and uh, Mrs. fell asleep, and I sort of woke her up at like... I don't know, five till, and said, hey, let's go outside and play Guess the Sound, fireworks or gunshot. And uh, luckily, because the, all the leaves are gone, it's wintertime here in the Northern Hemisphere, we saw all the fireworks and we heard all the gunshots and you could tell which was which this time. So there was no really any guessing uh, what it was. So super quiet, really didn't have any parties. Uh, a couple of friends of mine wanted me to come down the street to their house, but uh, wasn't about that this time. So didn't go. Um, just kind of stayed home. I think we, uh, we had some dinner. I can't remember what we had, but, uh, uh, our favorite place was unfortunately carry out only, uh, not carry it out only, but, um, pre-order. So we couldn't like have that. I don't remember what we had New Year's Eve, but it was good dinner nonetheless. Uh, all right. I digress. What I want to talk about today is, um, new beginnings, right? It's 2021. It's a new year. Um, a lot of us have been through some pretty shitty times or not shitty times, but, uh, just kind of different times. Maybe some of us did have a bad year. I had a pretty good 2020. Maybe some of you didn't have a good year and I'm not talking about because of, you know, this virus or whatever. I'm talking about just because you didn't have a good year or whatever. Uh, so you're looking to, you're looking forward to 2021 for new beginnings, right? You're looking to start something new. Um, maybe you made some resolutions. Maybe you made set out some new goals for yourself. Then you're ready to execute, right? Ready to begin. But you don't know how to begin. That's hard, right? That's hard to just start something or like not, you know, because we don't know how to start something or we fear how to start something. Or like I said in previous episodes, it's change and change is scary. And you just have to start. You just have to enact. You just, you got to begin. I mean, when we're babies, how, how do we just start things when we're babies? How do we walk? How do we talk? We just do, right? We figure it out. Are those neurons get built? Uh, there's neurons, they develop, I should say, they develop in your head uh, and in your body. And you, your body, your brain your, executes the signal and you walk. You stand up. You get on your own two feet, and you just start walking. Or with words, you just go from babbling to an actual word. Mama, dada, dog, whatever it is. You just go to it. You just begin. Those pathways, those neurons, those neuropathways that develop, your brain develops on how to send that signal out. And then with those developed neuropathways, that signal connects to one part of the body where you need to utter that word or whether you need to walk or whether you need to throw a ball or whether you ride a bike, you learn and you also develop muscle memory. So once you get started, things start building up after you get started. So the easiest way to start something new is to just start. It's always, I want to get my foot in the door or this or that. Look, you can make all the goals and resolutions that you want, but unless you are willing and you have the willpower 
to put down the Oreos or put down the potato chips or whatever it is and start eating real food or start losing weight or going to the gym or even going for a simple walk. Just by yourself throughout your neighborhood or wherever it is or even down the street at a city park or a county park, whatever, you just simply have to start. Most of us lack the ability to just start as adults because we're afraid to do so. And our main excuses are like, oh, we don't know how to begin. We, Like I said before, how did you begin as a baby? You just did it, right? You just started. You just stood up. You put one foot in front of the other. You were like a stumbly little drunk because that's what little kids are. They're like little drunk best friends, right? That have little drunk, uh, little drunk broke ass best friends is what I call like little kids. And it's great. There's also some adults out there, but I digress. Let's go back to what I was talking about before I get off the rails here. So you just start. You just put that one foot in front of the other, right? Starting is the is the easiest thing that you can do. Starting is the hardest decision to make. It's hard. It's change. You have enacted change in your life. You have started down that pathway. As soon as you put that foot in front of the other and you start walking down that path, you have enacted change. You can turn back all you want, but you're not doing yourself any favors if you turn back. You're really not. So get out there and just start. So whether whether it's just walking, whether you your goal was to walk X amount of miles a day. Now, I live in a pretty active neighborhood and I see people walking down my street by themselves with their dogs, their family members, or with, with their little ones all the time. I'm thinking, man, the miles they put in every week, they probably do several miles at a time. And if you only walk my block, around the block of my neighborhood is literally flat out one mile dead. That's it. From driveway to driveway, from my driveway to, if you go around a block to my driveway again, that's one mile right on the money. And if you do that, you're walking five miles a week. Or look at that. You ran, or if you run, so you run, you run five miles a week, run mile a day. And not all of us are like my friend Patrick McElfrey that can run three miles for, you know, a whole entire month and a half or whatever the challenge was, you can't, some people can't do that. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with the fact that you can't run 50 K or, you know, it's, it's hard to run three miles. It's not easy. You have to build up to that. So, Hey, if you run from down a street and you get a hundred yards and in, in a, in a jog, guess what? You've made it a hundred yards. That's more than you were doing before. Just starting, just putting one foot in front of the other. And hey, listen, sometimes you do have to run before you walk. Because if you don't, if you start out walking, you're going to stay in that that speed, that pace. And if you want to run, then, well, run. Don't walk. You know, you just, therefore, if you, like I said before, if you've done 100 yards, you've done 50 yards, you've done 25 yards, you started. You did it. You've started towards your goal. Uh, like, I've, 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 set out some goals for myself this year and they're a little lofty. Um, but I also have to remind myself that, Hey, if you know, you're going too hard, you're going to burn yourself out. Once you've started, once you get towards your goals, um, be smart about it. Don't, uh, don't, don't do stuff that's going to burn you out because it's very, very easy to do. Uh, one of the things I'm going to start doing besides the workouts I do at real human performance three days a week, um, I'm going to go start throwing a handball around, start practicing handball so at the end of the year, or at least some point in 2021, I can start playing a game today. 
So here in about an hour and 45 minutes, ah, well, it's probably around 2.30. I'm actually around 2.30, an hour and 45 minutes. So I would say a little, little less than about an hour. I'm going to go to the four wall courts, uh, pay the $10 and practice for a little bit and see where it goes me. And on my off days, because the because real human performance is not open three days a week, or not open five days a week like it used to be, the workouts is Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I got myself a Planet Fitness membership. Cheap, right? $10 a month and, uh, you know, $50 annually or whatever. I'm going to go there. I'm going to row 1,500 meters or whatever machine is open and available to me, minus the treadmills, because if I'm going to run, I'm going to do it out here. I'm going to do it in my neighborhood. Uh, but I love rowing machines, so I'm going to utilize those, and I'm going to row 1,500 meters every Tuesday and Thursday. And on my, my rest days will be Saturdays and Sundays, because at that point, you need a rest. So if I didn't, I'm going to burn myself out. That's important. Be smart about it. Be be selective. Don't burn yourself out. We all have limits, and it pays to get past those limits, but it also pays to recognize those limits. What I'm trying to say is when you get those limits, recognize them. If, if there are limits where you need to overcome them, then overcome them. If there are limits where you need to stop, then you stop. And your body will tell you when you need to stop. Don't think that you're David Goggins and you need to keep running when your legs are broken or uh, you need to keep doing pull-ups if your hands are bleeding or whatever. Yeah, you don't need to do that. Unless that's what you're trying to achieve, then that's fine. Then, you know, all gold is gravy. But don't hurt yourself. Don't kill yourself. Don't burn yourself out. Be smart. Okay? But to get to those goals, to achieve those goals, to get to where you want to be, to start building on that, you just got to put one foot in front of the other. You got to start. Because that's that's one of the hardest things, right? Once you get going, once you get that momentum, it's hard stopping. I know once I get going, I'm like the juggernaut from X-Men, man. It is hard to stop me. Once I'm going, I'm going. But you just got to get me started. Like a diesel engine, right? Once you get the son of a gun started, that's it. It's all she wrote. It's over. It's going. I mean, that, sometimes that, that was the hardest thing for me was to start and... One of the examples is in 2005 when I finally got out of the ICU at Portsmouth Naval Hospital and up into uh, the step-down unit there, um, I was given a choice to walk, and I did. I didn't have much help. I had some help there, but it was just pretty much get up and walk, and I did the same thing in 2013. Once I got put into my, back into my room in, this, in, in the regular recovery room, not the ICU, once I was out of the ICU and I was given that choice to walk, I walked. Now, in 2005, I didn't need much assistance. All the assistance I need was to like hold on to uh, my, my pole that had my IV, IV crap and stuff on it. In 2013, was much different. I needed a walker and a gate belt. You know, the walker was really all the help I needed. I just needed somebody like my dad or my buddy, my buddy Brendan, to uh, just walk alongside with me because that was important thing. And I don't know how many times that I walked down that hallway in that hospital on that floor on that wing of the hospital I just walked up and down and up and down and up and down. And um, there was a couple times where I would actually get up and I'd walk outside to the front of the building and just get some fresh air because at that point it was like, it was like a week since I've been outside, so I needed to go outside. And actually, I think it was less than a week. It was like three days. And I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but trust me, for me, for somebody who loves to be outside, that is a lot. So 
I would go outside, and the doctors and nurses would come in and be like, well, where the hell's Joey at? And I'm like, well, he's walking. Uh, he's walking. He probably went outside. And there was a couple times where I think I heard them say my name over the speakers in the building because they knew I was walking around the entire building. You couldn't keep me down, especially when something like that happens. You undergo this major operation. You need to walk. You need to move. Staying put is staying put and sitting on your duff in a bed or a couch or whatever. I mean, any any time, even if you don't have a major injury or like an operation, that's not a good thing to do. Sitting around is not a good thing to do at all. Um, they always say that sitting is the next smoking. And honestly, like, yeah, you're not moving. Your body's designed to move. Uh, a long time ago, all we did was we were always on the run. We were always on alert to protect ourselves, right? You know, and thousands of years ago is what I'm trying to say. We were always, we were built to hunt. We were built to gather. We were built to survive in extreme conditions. Now we don't have those extreme conditions anymore. I mean, your house is not exactly an extreme condition unless you live like a really horrible person. You have like a lot of enemies that want to kill you. But I'm pretty sure if you're like me, if you're listening to this, you're sitting down. I mean, right now I'm sitting in a, com- a comfy computer chair. So, yeah. But if you do that all day long, you need to find times where you get up, where you stand up, where you're able to walk around, where you're able to move. And just starting that is hard, right? Because we want to be comfortable. It's okay to want to be comfortable. That's fine. But don't be comfortable all the time because then your comfort becomes uncomfort. That's another talk for another day, but just get up, get up and move and start, put one foot in front of the other. That's all you really have to do. And going back to after my surgery and me basically relearning how to walk. And I knew before that, before that I was borderline, almost a championship handball player. I weighed 180. I looked really, really good. And I felt really, really good. Now, was I eating good? No. Gosh, no. Um, I was working on, I was working for Carlisle and Bray Marine and on a deckhand on a coal barge. And I can tell you right now, my diet wasn't good because before I checked into work every morning, I would swing by a truck stop and get a bunch of cheeseburgers to eat all day long and drink like 12 pots of coffee. That is not healthy at all. That is like totally counterproductive. But I was moving so much in doing so much that I was in great shape despite eating the awful food that I was eating and drinking the tons of coffee that I was drinking. You know, all of a sudden that came to a halt, like didn't slowly stop. I mean, I just crashed and burned. There was no breaking through barriers. I just crashed and burned totally. And my life right there, even without me wanting it to, changed, okay? And I was forced to start anew because if I didn't start new, if I didn't start that anew, I don't think I would have survived. You don't want to, I don't think I would have lived. I honestly didn't think I, because there was a lot that was done to me. Now, I could have totally accepted the wrong fate and I could have stopped moving and I could have stayed sick and I could have died. But I chose not to be that way. I chose to live. I chose freedom. I chose the independence that I wanted and that I had before. And I wanted to keep that going. I wanted to keep my life going because I'm happy with who I was at that point. 
and a ton changed and I didn't have it. I didn't have a choice. So I just had to start walking because I know I wanted to move. I, I know I wanted to keep moving. I know I wanted to stay in good shape. But if I sat there in that bed and didn't start moving, start walking, none of that was going to happen. I wasn't going to achieve any goals whatsoever. I'm sorry if you hear something in the background there. My wife's on a phone call with her work. I mean, she's got to talk. She can't just be quiet. Coexist, people. But yeah, I had to just start moving. And I didn't have the choice to, well, I mean, I had the choice to just either lay there or continue being who I want to be and I have to start. And I did have to, and all I did was just swing my legs out of the hospital bed and stand up just like babies do when they're ready to walk. They just stand up. And even before they're ready to walk, babies stand up. I would watch my buddy Brendan's baby Devin just stand up. He would stand up. He would grab something. He would stand up. And when he was ready to walk, he would see that first step. And you see that, 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 you see the joy in the first step. Little guys learn, little babies learn how to walk. Awesome. Okay. And that was my mindset. And I, I sat there and I, my dad was sitting in a hospital room and I was like, dad, I got to walk. And uh, he knew. Right? He was like, yeah, you got to, but he was a little concerned that I was going to fall down. And I looked at him and said, Dad, if I fall down, I fall down. Just make sure that I don't smack my head, okay? Because my head was just cut open uh, for brain surgery, so make sure that I don't hit that part. Just make sure my head's good. I don't want you to hold on to my gate belt. Let me fall. If I fall, I fall. You got to let me fall, okay? Because that, you know, if you fall, you just get back up and you continue. And that still rings true to this day. Because when I go practice handball later, uh, my right side, especially my shoulder, my shoulder's frozen from being bound up. My, my transverse dominus is totally bound up. Um, now that I think about it, now that I feel it, it is. And so that whole shoulder down on my right side is bound up. And that sling over to the left is bound up. So I got to get that to release. But And I also have huge lag time on that right side because the left side was the side that's effective. So my right side is slow. The neuropathways, some of them are dead. They have to rebuild. Some of them are rebuilding. I'm going to go there. I'm going to get frustrated. I'm going to cuss at myself because I'm throwing with my right, trying to catch with my right, or it's hurting because of the frozen shoulder, but I have to move it around. I have to move around. I have to use those neuropathways. I have to force them to work. I have to force the signal, even though sometimes I get more signal than I want out of my brain, if that makes any sense. If it doesn't, um, I'm actually going to cover that here in an episode, like what what's going on with my brain? Why does it do the things that it does? When that happens, I get sometimes I do get frustrated, but I can't quit. I just got to keep going. For me, the hardest thing to go to do uh the hardest thing is starting because I know that um, I got to put gym clothes back on and got to get sweaty and smelly again. Then I just got cleaned up after I went to the gym this morning. I just got to start because I want to achieve my goals. I want to get back to who I was before the surgery. And like I said this in a, in a movie that I was in, uh, it was a short, short film. It was probably like eight, nine minutes long, maybe a little longer than that. Um, it was a it was part of the Sierra Club, but the Sierra Club didn't do the filming. Um, a couple came out from Los Angeles and did this hike with us in the Grand Canyon, and they did the filming. And I say this in this interview in this movie that I'm in. I want to get back to who I was before my surgery in 2013, 
Now, I don't want to get back to fully who I was in 2013, because before that, I was a single fella, and um, I wasn't exactly looking for somebody to date. I was looking for somebody to sleep with. And, you know, I didn't really care about dating. I mean, if it came along, great, but I was always worried about trying to find my next lay. Uh, so I don't really want to go back to that. I'm happy where I am. What I am looking to get back is to being athletic and to not being overweight. Cause right now I'm, I'm overweight, uh, not severely, not limiting, uh, not like, oh, I, you know, clinically I need a doctor's help. No, but I'm just overweight. I know I am. I got, I got a belly and I need to get rid of it. You know, one of my goals is to lose 35 to 45 pounds, um, by at least this summer and I can do it. It's not hard, okay? You just got to start. And I've put everything in front of me, all the resources I need to go out and start. I'm going to go out and start today. And once I get started, that momentum's going to build and build and build and build. That's like going to Planet Fitness tomorrow and rowing 1,500 meters. That's a daunting task if you think that itself. 1,500 meters? That, you know, do the math. Do the math, guys. 1,500 meters, that's a lot. But I'm going to go do it. I put that, put all the resources in front of myself to go start. How many of you have put all the resources or the, all the tools in front of you to start something like that and haven't started it because you're afraid? I can raise my hand right there and then. I was super afraid to start some things, uh, especially like, uh, you know, for example, a new job. How many of you are, you've done the interview, right? You've done the interview, you got hired. You're on your way to your first day. And I'm not talking about orientation. I'm talking about your really first full day where you're being introduced to your new team or this is it. You're nervous as shit. Your butt, your your butt, your guts are bubbling and you're like, whoo, I got to go to the bathroom. You're nervous. You're sweating, right? But guess what? Those tools are in front of you. Just start and you're just going to start. And before you know it, that first day is going to be over and you're going to be on your sixth year into this job that you love. And you're going to look back at that and be like, man, I can't believe I was like that on my first day. I don't know how many jobs I've been in and out that I've been like that. Like, oh, this is my first day. I'm so nervous. But I just show up. I just work. I, I, I exude that confidence and I just do the job. I just start. So now when it comes to starting something, I can't wait to start. Because I know what's going to happen if I start. That momentum's going to go and I'm going to just keep going and things are going to build and get better. If they don't, guess what? Stop and start something different. Not everything, you know, do what's right for you. I always say that. Do what's right for you. Because, hey, maybe going to the gym and rowing 1,500 meters isn't exactly you. Maybe running isn't exactly you. Whatever. Maybe you like to cycle. Maybe you like to bike. I love to cycle. Mine's right next to me on a trainer. But I don't ride indoors because I don't really like riding indoors. Basically, the first day I rode, I only rode like, I don't know, three or four miles. But I just got on the bike and I started riding. And that honestly, that's how you do it. You just, just start walking. Start riding. Start running. Just go to that gym. Okay? Just go to the gym. Get on the treadmill. Start walking. Get on whatever weight machine. Hey, if you don't know how to use the weight machine, there are people there at those gyms to show you how to use the weight machines. And hey, if they judge you, so what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they judge you, right? Who cares what they think? Just start. Just It's new beginnings. So here's the new beginnings, right? Uh, it's, it's 2021. It's a new year. 
It's a new year. So new beginnings, new beginnings, right? Man, it's a hard thing to think beginning something new, whether it's a project, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a job, whether it's working at whatever it is, whether it's a new sport or whatever you want to do, something new. It's scary, right? You know, I've, I talk to people all the time about kayaking. Well, I, what if this water, what if this, hey, just get in a kayak. Okay, get find yourself a good instructor. Hey, I'll, I'll teach you how to kayak. I love kayaking. I'll teach you how to do it any day. There's one thing that my uh, buddy of mine, he gave me a canoe over this past summer. He gave me a canoe, just gave it to me. He didn't need it anymore. And there, the only thing it really needed, the haul's good, so it's seaworthy. I got to do a float test on it eventually. So come this spring when things aren't flooded, I'm going to do a float test on it. But it needs new seats and a new, a new yoke in it. I don't... I've seen my buddy time and time again canoe by himself, and I don't know how he does it because it was always complicated to me, um, but I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it this summer. I'm going to, you know, or this summer, hopefully soon I get that canoe fixed. I'm going to do it by myself, put my gear in there, and I am going to go down to Cave Run Lake and camp in some boating campgrounds. You are more than welcome to come if you know me well, and um, yeah. So, you know what? And I'm just going to start that. I'm just going to, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, New beginnings, right? They are scary. Starting something is hard. It's not easy, but you just got to do it. You just got to start. That's what I've been trying to say. Uh, You just got to start. Just one foot in front of the other. All right, guys. That's all I got. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to me. Um, I think one of the goals this year with the podcast is... uh, Stop writing show notes down and just think about it, you know, from one episode debut to the next and how, what I'm going to talk about. So this week I thought about the new beginnings and how to start something. And I think that worked out just well, right? All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in again. Thanks for listening to the Real Joy Boats podcast. Thanks for listening to my stories of my struggles, my victories, and my losses. And how I overcame those insurmountable odds to win out the fights in my life. Thank you for listening to today's uh, podcast about new beginnings and how to start something. You know, it's good talking to you guys, and Happy New Year, as I said before. All right, I look forward to hollering at you all next week. Much love.